Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ups and Downs. Because it is a brand new episode, we always have to have fun. So, that's right, I'm wearing glasses today so the people that go, you don't know what you're talking about, I can go, ha ha, yes I do because I'm smart, but also a very nice fan at a wrestling show I was performing at recently gave me this. Look, it's my very own ups and downs arrow. So now what we can do is we can just throw it in the air and whichever way it points is what we'll give a wrestling segment. I mean, I don't think that's going to annoy anyone. Otherwise, though, it is time to get into it. We did just have an episode of Smackdown. Flub me sideways. It was totally, totally crazy. Let's up <laughs> those downs. Wonderful. We saw Sami Zayn and the Usos arriving at SmackDown to kick off the thing as they were all like, oh my gosh, Sami, tonight is the night you may become a real member of the Bloodline and you'll no longer be an honorary Use, you will be a real Use. Now, while I love all of this and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum, I did listen to it and go, none of that made any sense. Cole then continued by shouting, it's Friday and you know what that means, it's championship time. And I was like, what the... Championship time isn't on Friday before I realised this may have been a wink and a nod to John Huber, who had his birthday yesterday and obviously he very sadly passed away. So if that was what this was, I thought that was lovely. Maybe a little bit emotional in the face. Brody Lee forever. What he was definitely getting at though is that the women's tag team championships were on the line because it was Dakota Kai and Io Sky taking on Liv Morgan the kind of returning, but she's already been back, Tegan Knox. I thought this was quite fun though, and was definitely an enjoyable way to start the show, especially because one of the first things we did see was Tegan Knox going after Dakota Kai, and Dakota Kai going after Tegan Knox. If you are a fan of NXT, you know they had one hell of a feud, and I enjoy it when we sprinkle icing on the cake. Tastes nicer. Another highlight though was that Dakota remembered, oh yeah, Liv Morgan is crazy now. So she was all like, oh man, use a kendo stick, use a kendo stick. And Tegan actually had to walk up to her partner and go, don't use, if you do that, we'll get disqualified. So what Liv did instead was isolate the champ so Tegan Knox could jump off the top rope and take everybody out. And even though I was sat here by myself, I went 2022 wrestling, which is gonna end soon. Almost 2023, we're gonna have to find a new move. We then cut to the break and when we came back, Kai and Sky were magically in control with no explanation. So I can only assume what happened is the heels shouted, Henry Cavill isn't Superman anymore. And Tegan and Liv were a bit like, oh man, yeah, that is really sad. And they got the jump on him. We did eventually get the hot tag to Morgan, but this was hilarious because she got distracted by Dakota Kai 
Just because Takao Kai existed. I mean, she didn't do much of anything, but that's what happens to these poor wrestlers. They can't handle it. Sky was then able to boot her right in the face, but Liv Morgan didn't appreciate this. So she saw Tegan Knox's back and she didn't see a body part or some bones. She saw it as a platform, so she jumped off the damn thing and hit a code breaker. That was cool. Knox then hit the Shining Wizard for a really good near fall, but that was broken up when the tag claxon went off. Ha! And we had move, 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 move. When we got shenanigans, because of course there's always shenanigans, because somebody ran into the ringside area with a hood on and just beat the crap out of Knox, which allowed them to be thrown back into the ring as EO Sky hit the moonsault. One, two, three. Damage control is still your tag team champion. Now the big question is, who was under the hood? My word, did WWE drop the ball with this? Because later on, when Michael Cole and Wade Barrett were just having a random discussion in the middle of another match, they went, oh, hi, we've just learned that person from earlier was Zia Lee, and you can see this reveal on social media. Now, I do actually quite like that because I do think we can use Twitter and Instagram and Facebook in much better ways and TikTok, of course, got to get on that TikTok. But given that Zia Lee's run on the main roster has just been so lacklustre through no fault of her own, <laughs> this just took away any big dealness that it could have been. Still, I did enjoy the match and I do think we could use more teams to have more of these, so I am going to give it an up. Wait a minute, here we go, shift it in the upwards direction, but I'm also giving it a down because, yeah, I don't think we did right by Zia Lee. Also, reveal the distraction counter. This definitely counts. Bloop, up by one. We then had a video for Gunther, who is so ready to kick the shit out of Ricochet because they're intercontinental title matches later, when it was back to Wade and Mike, and they were like, oh, you're not gonna believe this. We received a disturbing QR code recently. I was like, bravo, fellas. Nobody has ever said that sentence. It all tied into Bray Wyatt as we also got a video for Ricochet who was like, ha Gunther, I'm going to beat you. And we had a recap with all the Bloodline stuff with Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens. When yeah, we saw this QR code footage and it was really freaky deaky. I mean, he just showed that somebody had kidnapped LA Knight and they were wearing white gloves. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's Michael Jackson. I realized that was a silly thing to say and I moved on. We were then in the back with the Usos and Sami Zayn too. And Sami Zayn was all dressed up and looking delicious. And he was all like, oh, I'm so nervous about my big night. Whereas the Usos are like, calm down, it's going to be great. Sami then went to get some water. And do you know what the damn Usos did? Jimmy was all like, Jay, why do you keep telling Zayn you think he's going to be taken into the bloodline properly? We don't know what Roman Reigns wants. So you may be getting his hopes up for no reason. So I can't handle this stuff because it's like watching my pet rabbit have to run an obstacle course of death but seriously every time they do a segment like this they take the baseball bat and they smash a massive home run so we have no choice we have to give it an up i've lost my arrow it was then back to the la night bray wyatt stuff because out came la and he was like listen bray we all know it's you i know it's you my mother knows it's you my grandmother knows it's you so why don't you get all dressed up in your fancy costume and come to the ring i was like what are you doing, you buffoon? This is like inviting Michael Myers round for dinner, and I don't think he's gonna bring you any snacks. Why did arrive though and still try to prove his innocence, but he did this by going, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm so innocent. <laughs> that was like once again, no jury on the planet is ever gonna find you innocent. And I was done with all of this though, so he just beat the ship out of Bray Wyatt. I mean, he was giving him an ass beating. When all of a sudden Uncle Howdy appeared on the big screen, he said some really weird things. We'd be like, you know, I'm gonna go home. I want to hang around with you when he finally made his proper debut on SmackDown because he walked to the ring or at least he walked out a little bit. I think he tipped his hat to LA Knight at one point so he must be a good old-fashioned gentleman and yeah once again all he really did was go ha 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 
and whoever was playing this role was kind of out of sync with the laugh track, but I don't care about this stuff. I just feel like this story is taking its time and we're being patient. And given that there's other stories that are moving quite quickly, it paces SmackDown very nicely. Do not forget as well that Wyatt was watching this, which begs the question, who is Uncle Howdy? And LA was so scared here, he just ran away. As you would. We have also now taken a massive step because Howdy exists on the television. So I bet they have some kind of crazy match at the Royal Rumble. I'm good with all of this. I'm invested. Plugged in. Up. Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman and Sola Sokoa then arrived. And I really like this because every time we see Roman now, it's always Sola as his right-hand man. So that's just going to help him when we had our intercontinental title match. Flub me sideways. Because this got such a long time, and I mean that in a good way. And we did everything we could to ensure that Ricochet came across like a proper challenger. Now, don't get me wrong, he got absolutely beaten up for a lot of this. But when he had his flurries of hope, seriously, we have to use all of this and ensure that he just gets pushed to the moon. Ricky's main idea was to work Gunther's legs. Of course, if he can't walk, it doesn't matter how big he is. And he was using all of his agility to begin with, because even when Gunther tried to throw him out the ring, he just skinned the cat and got back in there like, ha ha, you didn't see that coming. So he was just like some kind of fighting wasp. It happened again when Gunther went for a German suplex and Ricochet landed on his feet. Sadly, the champion remembered his Jedi training. Because when you do indeed have a problem, you take your opponent and you just throw them into the ring apron as hard as you can. I tell you, this one was especially horrible. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by Better Help. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And the ring apron. Hang on. Is it the ring post? Is it the ring apron? No, 
we're not doing this. That's right, my glasses somehow broke <laughs> during that skit. Now I look like the Terminator at the end of Terminator 2. And I'm stupid. Anyway, this is when Gunther's chops started raining in. Ricochet's big idea was, well, wait a minute, he's chopping me. Maybe I should chop him. But that was absolutely stupid because Gunther just absorbed this like he was some kind of robot. And then he smashed Ricochet so hard. I actually went, well, he's dead. Gunther then just focused on the legs, the arms, the midsection, anything else he could as he tried to wear down Ricochet's health meter. But then Rick was still like, well, I don't care that you're bigger than me and that you've been beating me up. I'm going to try and give you a suplex. And do you think that worked? No, it didn't. Instead, Gunther threw him right into the floor. But the big twist is when he went from the power bomb, when he was up there, Ricochet must have gone, well, why don't I hurry Karana this man and see what happens, which he did do, and Gunther went spilling to the floor. He then hit a drop kick off the apron as well as a moonsault, and all of a sudden, as if from nowhere, he was on the front foot, and because I'm a massive nerd, I started to believe. Because he hit a dive as it is 22 wrestling, when all of a sudden, Gunther was like, nah, brah, this ain't happening, and he tried to superplex him off the top rope, but once again, Ricochet landed on his feet, and this is when the fans went crazy. Because somehow he was able to get Gunther up for the brain buster and he hit a shooting star press for a great near fall. And he was so pissed off this didn't work, he ripped his Ritz tape off and he threw it on the floor. And I was like, well, that's it. And he's never looked better in WWE. He followed it up with a super kick, but sadly Gunther just went nope and smashed him down. And he hit the power bomb, and then it was another false finish because Ricochet was able to kick out. But Gunther was done by this point. He got him on the shoulders. He hit the last symphony one two, three, but there was no losers here. If we are able to somehow capitalize on this, Ricochet will now fly, which is actually quite ironic. Imperium, of course, were back afterwards. They'd been sent to the back by Adam Pearce to try and beat up Ricochet when raw Braun Strowman came, because of course that is our next feud. Broad man, you've got your work cut out for you. I'm sure you can do your own cool match, but you've got to try and top this. It gets a massive round of applause and it gets it up. Right, back into the best story ever after this. Because Jimmy Uso found Roman Reigns. He wanted to know what was going on. Now, he did indeed back Zane and said he's happy for him to be a proper bloodline member and he's a super cool dude. But also kind of dropped in. Don't forget, he's also friends with Kevin Owens. As soon as Jimmy left, Roman then told Heyman to get in touch with Adam Pearce, which he did do. And all of this is building to the end. <laughs> you weren't going to believe it. Because almost instantly we found out what the head of the table was trying to do was set up a tag team match for the last Smackdown of the year. Because it will be Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens and a mystery partner. I sat there going, well, I wonder who this could be. I really should have known, but I'm stupid. All of this honestly was like watching a movie though, which makes me sound like a massive geek. I'm a massive geek. I am giving it an up. Hit Row versus Legado del Fantasma versus the Viking Raiders after this. And I just can't put my finger on it, which is different for me. This thing just ain't clicking. I think the main problem is that you do have these three teams fighting each other, but what is the point? Like this time it was for the number one contendership for the tag titles. But that felt like someone had just gone, meh, we may as well do that. It didn't carry any weight. I will say I thought the match was pretty good. They had some good spots. But of course, the main thing we have to talk about is after weeks of teasing it, Top Dollar went for his big top rope over the Xing Xing dive. He didn't work. He caught his leg and he fell down and it looked absolutely terrible. So straight away the internet goes, ah, ah, botch, botch. Can we please allow people to make mistakes? And can we please just shrug our shoulders and go, well, I tell you what, of all the people on planet Earth, I tell you who feels worse about this. 
That's right, it's top dollar. I mean, how many of us would get through a day if we had to do every single thing perfectly? None of us, 100% of people just fall down like, I don't like it. So look, top dollar, do not worry about it. Move on, why don't you try it again later and prove you can do it and then just put it to bed forever. I'm on your team. It also didn't help overall, as you would imagine. At one point, Zelina Vega, Val Haller, and Fab B were all fighting. Her name is B-Fab, not Fab B, but Fab B is not better. And all of a sudden, Hit Row just hit the heavy hitter, and they won. I don't know where that came from. Now, once again, it does have consequences, because now we can do Hit Row versus the Usos next week, or in two weeks' time, whatever it is. But of course, Hit Row is going to lose that. So we're going to do the old Simon Miller classic. The match is getting up, but everything around it, over my bald head, down. Raquel Rodriguez was then in the trainer's room going, well, my arm may hurt, but there's a gauntlet match next week and I'm going to win that gauntlet match and then I shall go on to challenge Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Given that we had said Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey arrived with Shayna Baszler and they beat the crap out of Raquel and now her arm is all fuddy-duddy again. Now I imagine what is going to happen is that Rodriguez will win that and she will take on Ronda and Rousey will win because she focuses on the arm. That will be all right. But in 2023, Raquel Rodriguez needs a proper push. She got something to her. Which brought us to our main event segment, which was everything with Roman Reigns and the bloodline. And oh my goodness. Because after Roman and friends took about 45 minutes to get to the ring, Reigns admitted, I haven't seen these guys since War Games where we smashed everyone. So he just went round to every single person and gave them a lot of love, including Mr. Sami Zayn. He didn't mention how this was meant to be Sam's night, but we have a massive problem before we do get to that point. And that problem is... Kevin Owens. Now, as far as the tribal chief is concerned, he is going to have to team up with Sami Zayn to take this guy down before they can put him on a pedestal. And Sam got the mic here and was like, yeah, I get it. I don't like Kevin Owens anymore. I'm his only friend. Before he caught himself and was all like, only ex-friend, former friend. I don't like him anymore. I haven't even got his number. This is when I realized that I couldn't be friends with Roman because he's just like walking on eggshells. And just as Sam said, we will win this fight. Do you know who appeared on the big screen? It was my grandma. It wasn't my grandma. Can you imagine? Only I would have freaked out. Done for the audience of one. No, it was John Cena. Now, he said he got a text message from Kevin Owens that told him, look, you have had a match in WWE every single year for the past 20 years. But if you don't compete in 2022, that record is over. So why don't you be my tag team partner? You should also go watch this segment because he was reading out the text message with emojis and it also sounded like Kevin Owens within emoji speak said, I want to have sex with Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't know what is going on there. The point is Cena thinks it's a great idea. So on the last Smackdown of the year, it is going to be Kevin Owens and John Cena taking on Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. That has so many potential consequences. I cannot believe we're not doing this on pay-per-view. <laughs> Excuse me, premium live event. Something big is of course going to happen there as well. So this is getting an up and seriously, this Smackdown overall was so damn easy to watch. Even the downs were kind of pathetic and I should throw myself into a well. So overall, it's getting it up. And if we pull the trigger rightly in a couple of weeks, it's going to be fantastic. That is definitely broken. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Make sure you can follow us on social media at whatculturewwe and Simon Miller 316. Those are the videos. A lot other videos please watch one my name is Simon Mock Culture remember that I love every single one of you the fact you even click this video makes you heroes see you soon ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 